0: Well, as this turns out right here, what we're fixing to go into, for 25 years in Alcoholics Anonymous, i never, ever practiced this step the way it was laid out. And to my amazement, neither had anybody else, (laughs) really, except for the guys that were taking me through this work, and they're like, there are no days off on this. You either do this or we're done. And I'm like, even after all the work we went through, if I don't do this, listen carefully. We're done. There are no days off. I'm like, okay. This thought brings us to step 10. Which thought? What thought would bring me to 10? Well, obviously, cleaning house in the first nine, right? Would suggest that we continue to take personal inventory and continue to set right any new mistakes as we go along. See, we're not just going to run around and say we're sorry all the time anymore. We're going to set right the mistake as we go. This sentence right here is why I started, man, in step 10 from day one and 11. There are no days off on that. And if there is, we're done. We vigorously commenced this way of living as we cleaned up the path. So as we cleaned up the path in the first nine steps from the title page all the way to here, we should be doing this on a daily basis. Now, what that looks like then versus what that looks like when you actually get to this is two different ways of looking at it. But if i promise you if i'm not keeping an eye on my thoughts and my emotions guess who is so and he's waiting to pounce and he'll come get me in a quick minute and i know it i'm gonna want to stay awake here the master teacher jesus said it like this could you not stay awake even for one hour when he come down off the mountain now if i look at that metaphorically he's really asking us the same thing right here. can't you stay awake just one hour dude just one hour in your head stay awake because what happens is i go back to sleep spiritually and when i do that look out <laughs> bad things begin to happen to good people it's going to ask me to do five things on a daily basis that's all it's going to do five things our next one: we've entered the world of the spirit. Our next function is to grow in understanding and effectiveness. See, a lot of people say that the last three steps are the maintenance steps of the Alcoholics Anonymous. We hear that for years. <laughs> but to maintain something is to keep it the way it is. And our world today is in a constant state of change. It doesn't say our next function is to maintain. It says it is to grow in understanding and effectiveness. This is not an overnight matter. <laughs> it should continue for our lifetime. Mike said, "David, this is what you're going to do for the rest of your life, and if you don't do this, you're headed for trouble." Continue to watch for selfishness, dishonesty, resentment, and fear. If you got your pen with you, write number one above that sentence. All of a sudden, now I'm not going to. I'm not going to listen so much anymore. I'm going to start watching. I add the word lust behind fear. When these crop up, not if, when, so they're coming, I will guarantee you. Write number two above this sentence, if you would. We ask God at, circle this word, once to remove them. Not after a wall, not after I call my sponsor, not after I go to meeting. By God, at once, I ask God to As soon as I spot that coming in my head. Number three, we discuss them with someone, circle this word, immediately. Number four, we make amends, circle this word quickly. Now, look at how he said at once, immediately and quickly. He's saying, you better get on top of these thoughts. (laughs) You better get on top of them because if you don't, they're fixing to get all over the top of you. And it's going to start down the hill like a snowball. And like I told her, I didn't wake up that morning with plans to do to you what happened. That showed up. And see, I didn't check those thoughts in. I didn't do any of that with anybody. I didn't know to do any of this. And what happened is that shit started rolling down the hill like a snowball, and it got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger until it overtook me. And I had to take action. I had to. I had to. I didn't have no choice. Oh yeah, you got a choice. No, I don't have a choice. So number four, make amends quickly if we find anyone. Hell if I want an apology, make it. But here is the key to it all, number five. Then we resolutely turn our thoughts, underline those words, turn our thoughts. Someone we can help. It's good if you can help someone, but that's not asking us to do that. It's asking me to turn my thoughts to someone I can help. I got a boss that's in Kansas, and I'm in Oklahoma, and we're about 300 miles apart. One day we were on the phone, and the conversation started getting heated. I spotted resentment coming on. I said, I need to back off the phone for just a minute, and I'll call you back. I got off the phone. I did what it said here. I asked God it wants to remove it. I shot my sponsor a text. I didn't know what it meant because I didn't get heated with him. And I turned my thoughts to washing and waxing his car so he and his family could go on a nice vacation. Now, the chances of me washing his damn car, whether he lives one mile or 300 miles, ain't ever going to happen. It just ain't going to happen. <laughs> but see, I don't have to wash and clean his damn car. All I had to do was turn my thoughts to wash and clean his damn car. And it took the power of that resentment out. And I was able to call him back and we had a decent conversation in that past. I started practicing this daily. Five things it's asking me to do here. Let me what I want to ask you to mark for number one. Watch. Number two, ask. Number three, discuss. Number four, apologize if you need to. And number five, turn your thoughts. That's all it's asking us to do on the daily. If I will do that, emotional recovery will find me. I promise you, I promise you, The shit that used to kill me and eat me up on a daily basis, it can't do that to me no more. It just can't. I got the power now within me to turn from that crap. And I'm telling you, we start to recover. Now, I can't call my sponsor every time something comes up. It says, discuss immediately. That's where we came with the text. Now, if it's something too overwhelming and it's too big, absolutely, I'm going to pick up the phone give give him a a call. I just am. Otherwise, I'm going to test him. I've spotted selfishness, I've spotted lust, I've spotted this, I've spotted that. I've asked God to remove it. Now I'm going to turn my thoughts to someone I can help. Now I do that in my head. I go through this formula, and then I text him that, and I send it away. That's a discussion immediately. And, man, we have found this the best course of action, and we don't slack up on that. You can ask anybody I work with. You don't do this. We don't work together very long. <laughs> we just don't because got time for that shit. So love and tolerance of others is our code. Look at the, the definition for the word code, and it just means principle. Five things it's asking us to do on the daily here. Look at these great promises. We've ceased fighting anything or anyone, even alcohol, even lust, even drugs, even food, any of that. We're not fighting no more. And I'm trying to fight every day to get away from that, you know? Why? Because by this time, sanity will have returned. Second set promise right there comes full circle right here. My God, I've recovered from a hopeless state of mind now. I'm not crazy no more. <laughs> wow, how could this happen? We'll seldom be interested in liquor, food, lust, drugs, whatever it may be. Attempted, we recall on it from a hot flame. I was sitting there one night on the couch. A text came through from somebody I didn't even know, and it was an inappropriate text. And I'll tell you what, my eyes was like, I used to live for shit like that to come through on the daily. And <clears> of <throat> Patty walked in and said, what's the matter? I said, you need to come sit down right now. You need to take a look at this i showed it to her she said who is this? i said i don't know she said "Bock." it i said blocked i don't fight that anymore i'm so i'm not even interested in that no more i recall from that like a hot flame that day we react sanely and normally and we'll find this has happened automatically hell i didn't do anything <laughs> i didn't do anything except go through this work and do what it's asking me to do here We will see that our new attitude toward liquor, whatever it may be, has been given us without any thought or effort on our part. It just comes. That's the miracle of it. We're not fighting it no more. Neither are we avoiding temptation. It was crazy. Uh, Some of the things that I hear in in the meetings, oh, I can't go to the beach anymore because there's women down there, you know. Well, good luck with that, dude. They're going to be anywhere you go. I mean, hell, either you've recovered from that state of mind or you haven't. I mean, that, that's just nonsense, it's craziness. You know, I can't even pass by that liquor store down there because there's booze in there. Bullshit. You're not emotionally sober if that's the case. That's a dry, drunk. That's the miracle of it, we're not fighting it or avoiding We feel as though we've been placed in the neutrality of safe and protected. See, I didn't place myself there. I was placed there as a result of going through this problem. That's way beyond the choice. That's way beyond the belief. That's a position of neutrality safe and protected, not from going to the beach or passing the liquor store, none of that shit, lust or alcohol or drugs. That's not what I'm being protected from. When I'm being put in a position of neutrality safe and protected is from the shit that drove me to that. <laughs> That's what we're trying to recover from here. And it's like, wow. That's what's been removed. It says we've not even sworn off. Instead, the problem has been removed. Remember, the problem's not alcohol. Hell, if it is, don't drink. The problem's not drugs. If it is, don't use. It's not any of that other. The problem is self, and now it has been removed. It does not exist for us or as us. Hell, it shows up as me and makes me think that I'm it. We're neither cocky nor afraid. That's our experience. That's how we react as long as we keep in fit spiritual conditions one of the few times that this book is going to talk about it being easy. is right here in this paragraph, and it says this. It is easy to let up on the spiritual program of action. Remember, that's steps uh, four through 12. And that's all that step 10 is asking us to do all day. We're headed for trouble if we do, for alcohol to settle flow and whatever else you may suffer from. We're not cured. We're recovered, but we're not cured <clears throat> of alcoholism. What we really have is daily reprieve contingent upon the maintenance of our spiritual condition. Every day is a day that we must carry the vision of God's will and all of our activity. See, step 10 is an everyday step. People tell me all the time oh, I wrote this 10th step nightly review, and you didn't. No, you didn't. Because the nightly review is not found in step ten. These are the directions for step ten. We ain't made it to step eleven yet. Those directions don't come until the bottom of this page. See, every day, step 10 is walking around step all day. That we must carry the visions of God's will into all of our activities. How can I best serve thee? That my will be done. These are thoughts, keyword thoughts, which must go with us constantly. Because if those thoughts are not going with us constantly, guess which ones are? <clears throat> Look at this beautiful promise. I say this about every page. This has got to be the greatest in all of the book. We can exercise our willpower along this line. All we wish is proper use of will. They told me will will never be your friend again. Willpower will never serve you again as long as you live, and I call it synonymous. That's a damn lie. Look at what we just read. We can exercise our willpower along this line. All we wish, it is the proper use of the will. We get it back. Remember, step three, we made a decision to turn our will. That's the way we think in our lives, the way we act, over the care of God as we understood him. Remember, I said this morning, if I brought that six-year-old boy to you to take care of him. until I was able to come back and get him, I would expect you to do that. When I gave my will, which was my thinking in my life, which was my actions to God in the third step, I expected him to take care of that until I was ready to come back and get it. And guess what? I'm ready to come back and get it. And it tells me right here, are you ready. You can exercise your will all you want as long as you do it along these lines because that's the proper use of your will. I got it back. My God, how beautiful is that? Well, much has been said about receiving strength, inspiration, and direction from him who has all knowledge and power. And if we have carefully followed directions, and I think that's the problem in here, we try to tell people how to work this rather than sit down with them one-on-one and show them how to work it out of the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. Big mistake. We've begun to sense the flow of His Spirit into us. Wow! Remember, in the third step, we did this. Now, this is kind of an amplified version of that. To some extent, we have become God consciousness. We have uh, where I was at here. We uh, we have begun to develop this vital sixth sense, but we must go further, and that means more action. Step 11, so we've made it through the first 10 steps in this process. We're on page 85, brother, if you want to grab a book and uh, join in with us. Uh, we're on page 85, bottom of the page, step 11 there, suggest prayer and meditation. It says that we shouldn't be shy on this matter. we got an extra book over here since you guess. Oh, you got it? I can share. You got? Okay, all right. Step 11 suggests prayer and meditation. We shouldn't be shy on this matter of prayer. Better men than we are, are using it constantly. It works if we work it and have the proper attitude and work at it. See, that, that was the problem. See, it wasn't that I didn't try to work at it from time to time. I just didn't have the proper attitude. But hell, I didn't know how to do it, for one thing. Now, when I have a guy to text me 10th step on a daily basis, unless it's something very serious then he calls. There's a template here that we're going to use for the nighttime portion of this <clears throat> in step 11. And Miss Ashley, if you have that there on Zoom, if you would open that up and show your folk on that side of the room, I'm going to show them over here on this. And this is the template we use for the nightly really review, and this is sent to me by email every day, wasn't it, Miss Ashley? <clears throat> yes, sir. So... Okay. Look at the first quote. So it says here, it would be vague about this matter, yet we believe we can make some definite and valuable suggestions. So remember, Bill was very young whenever he wrote this in the book. Hell, he didn't know any more about meditation than a lot of us do, but he says, I believe we can make some definite and valuable suggestions. When we retire at night, Not when we go to bed or we're getting ready to close our eyes, Hell, if I wait that long. I'm going to fall asleep or it's going to turn into a sexual fantasy and I'm going to lose the whole damn thing. You know what I mean? So he says when we retire at night. So sometime after dinner, before I'm getting ready to relax into the evening, I'm going to sit down with this review. I'm going to pull this up and I'm going to take a look at it. And I'm going to ask myself these questions. Now, I've got a template of this that I send to people by an email, and I kind of walk them through this portion of the book from the very beginning. The day I agree to sponsor them, we go to 10 and 11. That that 10 and 11 has to be done, moving forward that day. And then from there, we go to the front of the book, and I read with them, read with them, read with them, the same way we've done here all day long and work the steps as we go along. But they are constantly practicing step 10 and 11 along the way. We don't get away from that. People said, David, you're taking the steps out of order. They're written in order for a reason. As I told you this morning, I read a lot of history and Alcoholics Anonymous, and when I read A.A. Comes of Age, it tells me that in the early days, they always started with self-examination, prayer, and meditation, and by God, that's steps 10 and 11. Remember what we read over there in 10 on page 84. <clears throat> we commenced this way of living as we vigorously, we vigorously commenced this way of living as we cleaned up the past. So we need to be doing this from the day we start. I didn't know any of this. We constructively review our day. Now, here's the problem. The mind wants to go into all the bad stuff you've done. It wants to destructively look at our day. Don't let it do that. I made a mistake today. You know what? I made a mistake. Big deal. No big deal now, right? If I've hurt somebody, I'm going to make it right. If I didn't hurt anybody, I ain't going to make it right. I'm not going to listen to that shit anymore. So I'm going to constructively, not destructively, review my day. One, were we resentful? In my email and in this template, look how it asks that first question. Were we resentful, selfish, dishonest, or afraid? I'm not going to write a story here. I'm on a bullet point. My, Did I have any resentment, selfish, or dishonesty come up today? So question number two. Do I owe an apology? Yes or no. If I owe it, then I need to be willing to make it tomorrow or or as soon as I can. Question number three. Have we kept something to ourselves which should be discussed with another person at once? And on my template, I have bracketed alongside of that secrets. What kind of secrets have I held on to today? I'm not coming out here to tell all of y'all and everybody else, but I'm going to tell that one man that I'm sending this to. I'm going to get clean with that right there. Number four was a kind and loving toward all. I was writing yes, 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 yes. And I asked Mike one day, I said, do you think I'm doing that right? And he said, why you ask that? And I said, because I'll write yes every day. He said, well, are you? And I said, yeah. He said, what about today? Been very nice to David today. (laughs) He said, what about inwardly? See, there's times that I look at my boss and I don't really say what I should say or want to say. But on the inside, I'm thinking, you're the biggest piece of crap that ever lives. That's not very kind and loving, is it? I'm going to put that out right here. I'm going to get clean with that. Man, you talk about freedom. This is freedom. And see, I never practiced this on the day. I just did it, And as a result, I emotionally get stung in my growth. My growth is done in it college anonymous i can't figure out what's the matter with me this is what's the matter with me what could i have done better that's the question could i have prayed could i have turned to another brother and told the truth about how what was really going on inside of me could i have made a meeting could i have tried meditation a little bit longer could i reach out to a brother that was suffering today or a sister i'm going to answer that i'm a bullet point cat here's the next question and I'm going to group it into two. Was I thinking of self most of the time, or was I thinking of what I could do for others to pack into the stream of life? See, I'm either packing happiness, peace, joy, love, serenity into the stream of life, or either I'm I'm practicing fear and discontent and worry and remorse and morbid reflection and and guilt and shame and all of this shit. Hell has many mansions too, don't it? Which side of the fence was I on? And i'm going to write about that here i notice what it says be careful (laughs) god big big words there be careful not to drift talking about in our head and to worry remorse and morbid reflection because that's going to diminish your usefulness to others after making this review i'm going to type this in my email i'm going to ask god's forgiveness see i'm not going to ask god to forgive me like i did something wrong to him i'm going to ask for his forgiveness I'm gonna ask for the slate to be wiped clean for today, and I'm gonna ask for a new day tomorrow, and I'm gonna believe I received that. Back on sixty-seven, we did that prayer work, and they'd ask us there to pray and forgive every one of them before we moved on. Now, if I was if I was asked to show forgiveness there, then I damn sure ought to be asking for it to be shown here for me, and that's what this is. I ask that every day in that email after making the review we ask god's forgiveness and that means there's more usually most of us do that anyway oh forgive me forgive me forgive me today i'll inquire what corrective measures should be taken i'm gonna i'm gonna actively set with that and whatever comes to mind no matter what it is that's what i'm gonna write and i'm gonna hit sin, and that's going to that dude and that's keeping me current with him every day all day i'm working 10 at night i'm setting with 11. There ain't no way that you can't grow emotionally here. Bill Wilson said it this way. The rest of the steps somehow keep us sober. These two keep us growing. And now I see why. I see why. Well, we'll read about one more paragraph here, and then we'll shut it down for the day and pick it up and finish it off tomorrow. Let's look at awakening. How to plan a day, my friend, Lee says she has written in the back of her book. How to plan a day. On awakening, let us think of the 24 hours ahead. We consider our plans for the day. That's all I'm going to do. People said, David, plan the plan. Don't plan the result of the plan. Just plan the day. Before I begin, I ask God. This is my first prayer in the morning. Not, oh, how wonderful you are and all that shit. We ask God to direct our thinking. I've never done that. Not one day <laughs> did I ask him to direct my thing. I sure didn't do it on the daily. Especially asking that it be divorced from self-pity, dishonest, self-seeking motive. So if I'm going to be divorced from something, obviously I've been married to it at some point. And this is talking about self. Now look at these emotions. Self-pity. That always deals with the past. Self-seeking. That always deals with the future. And dishonesty is that I am the self. That. I'm not no good. I'm this. I'm that. all that bullshit that we believe in our head. I'm not enough. <laughs> or I'm too much. Or, <laughs> yeah, you're the greatest. All that. See, I'm going to ask for those things to be removed today before I even begin to sit down and plan my day. Under these conditions, we can employ our mental faculties with assurance for after all, God gave us brains to use our thought life keywords. See down below, that our thought life was killing us, remember? That's what was driving us to drink and act out and lust, use, do the things we did. But see, if I've done this work up to this point and I'm doing exactly what it's asking me to do, now my thought life is placed on a much higher plane. That's the only thing that changed is my thought life. And as a result of my thinking changing, my actions have changed. I gave my will and life over to the care of God as I understood him in three. This is an amplified version of three and eleven. And now my thought life is in a different place. I don't behave the same anymore because hell, I ain't thinking the same anymore. When our thinking is clear to our own motives. In thinking about our day, we may face indecision. We may not be able to determine which course to take. Here we ask God, hell, I never thought about doing that. For inspiration, intuitive thought, or decision, we relax and take it easy. We don't struggle. Don't fight that in the head. We're often surprised how the right answers come after we have tried this, keywords, for a while. See, I want this shit yesterday. I started this a month ago. How come I ain't on all this crap? No, after we tried it for a while. What used to be the hunt for occasional inspiration, gradually, keyword, ain't going to happen real quick, but it'll gradually become a working part of my mind. Being still inexperienced and having just made conscious contact with God, it's not probable. I'm going to be inspired all the time. Hell, I might pay for that. It's assumption with all sorts of absurd actions and ideas. See, that's <laughs> that's what absurd. But nevertheless, we will find that our thinking, which is a key word. Our thinking, well, as time passes, not right away. I'm gonna have to practice at something to get good at it. I guarantee you, you go out there on a new job, you're gonna have to practice on it before you can get any good at it. Same way here. As time passes passes i will become more and more upon the plane of inspiration would come to rely upon it <clears throat> i promise you today that's exactly where my life is i rely on this for sure because it hasn't failed me it's been a, it's been a great journey for the last four years i had a good journey 25 years prior to that but i've had a damn good journey over the last five years and i take this everywhere i go I practice it now. I know how to walk with it. I know how to share it and it's, it's just a great gift, man. I wouldn't trade it for anything in my life. This is the greatest thing that ever happened to me in my life. Really glad to be back this morning. You know, we, we took quite a journey through that book yesterday. I mean, we went a long way. We went from page eight all the way up here to what was it? 85. We, we stopped, I think there on page 85. So we covered a lot of ground in a uh, You know, about every 45 minutes, we would stop and take a break, and, uh, you know, it just turned out real well, so we just kind of went with the flow, and this is where we ended up. We were supposed to do steps 9 through 12 this morning, but we're going to finish up 11 and do 12. I think we'll open it up for any questions or or anything that might come up, and uh, so I just want to thank everybody, especially the Solutions Group, for hosting this this weekend. This has been a great event, and, and, man, they just did an awesome job here. Uh, miss Santel, Rick, Matt, Jamie, Jeff, everybody, all, the whole group. I just, I'm so grateful for you guys, and um, everybody on Zoom. Thank you so much for coming out, and uh, thank you for participating in this. So we looked at the first eleven steps yesterday, and we went pretty in depth with this book, and uh, and we seen a lot of things. We see how a system of thought had dominated us for a long, long time, even after we got sober. It had got us sober. We've been able to get sober stay sober, but it kind of, let me speak for myself. My growth was stunning because I really didn't move on beyond what I thought I knew. I thought I knew something that's dangerous. And I did know something. I really did. I mean, I had some good sponsors. I'm not saying I wasn't taught by some of the best. But at some point, yesterday's miracle is no longer sufficient for today i got to have something new. And so I'm very grateful that, uh, you know, what happened to me in 2019 happened, not because of the effects of what happened, but because it drove me to a place to where I really, really had to come back and dig into the same deep in order to find a solution in order to recover from self, which I didn't even know at the time. Now, when we get to step 11, we're, we're looking at a higher system of thought now. Down there, we were looking at a lower system of thought which enabled us to take actions that we didn't realize we were taking. And it disconnected us from God and our fellows. When we get up here now, we've, re- we've reconnected. We've reconnected to the power and the power of the Spirit in others because we've made amends now. We begin to heal. You know, the people that we've hurt, most of them have forgiven us, the one in heaven, they're going away. And we get to start fresh. So I want to keep that going. And I want to do that by steps 10 and 11. My sponsor told me from day one, there are no days off on 10 and 11. You don't send me a nightly review. Very often you might miss one time, maybe two, but if you miss any more than that. (laughs) And you won't be missing no more with me. And he was absolutely right. So as we talked about yesterday, this is something that I do nightly that I send to him and, uh, The morning portion of it is where we ended up. We looked at how we begin the day. I know most people have read this several times over, but we just want to take a deeper dive into 11, and we'll move into 12, and then that will end the study because it always goes to chapter seven and ends there. So I said 85, but I think we ended on page 87 in the first paragraph. And we're going to pick up right there where it says we usually conclude the period of meditation with a prayer. I never really paid much attention to that. It showed me what to do on page 86 on Awakening. It's told me how to pray and what to ask for. My sponsor told me, David, add anything you want. you want to read other books, the uh, reflections, add anything you want to step 11, you damn well better not take anything away from it you better do 11 the way the book talks and then add all that, not do all that, not do this. And that's what I was guilty of. I would try to meditate in other ways. I would try to read different stuff for my day. And I'm not saying any of that's bad, but I'm just saying I got away from the meat of what really, really keeps us grounded in emotional recovery here. And I paid a price for it, a big price. So, it says, we usually conclude the period of meditation that we be shown all throughout the day what our next step is to be. In reality, I wonder how many people really done that this morning. That we be given, this is more to the prayer, whatever we need to take care of such problems, here it is again. We ask especially for freedom from self-will, small s. And we're careful to make no requests for ourselves only. I think I read this yesterday. My prayer was always, you know, help me be this. Help me be that. Help me. Show me. Help me. Help me be a better husband, a better this, a better that. You know, and I wouldn't think that's a bad prayer. The hell, it's still about me. You <laughs> know I mean? Come to find out, you know, it ain't so much that I wanted to be the best husband I could be. I wanted you to think that, man, that's a good man. Look at him. He's a good husband. He's a good friend. It's all about me. And the book's saying... you pray for that shit all you want it ain't gonna do you no good and so I quit praying that way and I, I mentioned yesterday I had a little al lady and she's in hospice right now and probably she may she may be gone by now And she was the one who had told me change your prayers to thank you instead of give me or help me and I tell you it's um it was one of the coolest things ever so the book says many of us have wasted a lot of time doing that and it doesn't work. You can easily see why. If circumstances warrant, we ask our wives and friends to join us in morning meditation, just kind of like I do here. If we belong to a religious denomination, which I do not, which requires a definite morning devotion, we, we attend to that also. If not members of religious bodies, we sometimes select and memorize a few set prayers. For me, that's step three prayer. For me, that's the the seventh step prayer. That's the 11th step prayer. It's the sixth step prayer. All those prayers we looked at yesterday coming through the book, I use a lot of those. There are many helpful books also. Suggestions about these may be obtained by one's priest, minister, or rabbi. Be quick to see where religious people are right. It took me a long time to read that sentence right. Because I thought, well, the book tells me I need to do that, so I need to do that. Notice how it doesn't say, be quick to see that they are right. It says, be quick to see where they are right. So you have your opinion, you have your connection, whatever that may be. I don't, I have no judgment about that at all. I sponsor guys that are Buddhist, Hindu, Islam, Christians. I mean, it doesn't matter. I have guys come in and they say, man, I don't even really believe in God. It doesn't matter. Because remember, we said it yesterday over and over and over. The second step says we come to believe that empower. It doesn't say we come to believe in a power. It says we come to believe that power. There's a damn big difference in the way that's worded. But we don't really care. So for me, it's, it's, it's you know, I'm going to be quick to see whether they're right because it's right for them, not because it's right for me. And that's where I had it backwards. I thought it had to be that way for me. That's what the mind was selling. Make use of what they offer. And I do. You know, hell, I I do a lot of meditation uh, with Buddhist monks. Hell, I've sponsored two or three Buddhist monks now that were in monasteries. And uh, one of them is sober. The other two didn't, didn't quite make it. So not yet, anyway. As we go through the day, we pause. Hell, I don't ever do this. I mean, you're going through the day, everything's going pretty good, then some asshole shows up or cuts out in front of you out there on i twenty when you're riding your hard at that. You know what I'm saying? I don't pause in that moment. I'm, gonna you what I'm, I'm you know what I'm saying. But the book says pause, and what I've learned through this by practicing it, it takes practice. Trust me, I can't just up and do this. What happens is whenever I don't pause, my mind wants to beat me up for not pausing. Well, I don't let it beat me up no more. I just say, okay, I'm going to do better next time. And if I mess up next time, I'm going to do better next time. I don't fight with a head anymore like I used to. As we go through the day, we pause when agitated or doubtful. And for me, in the beginning, that was quite a bit. Hell, I was agitated and doubtful all the time. Go to an AA meeting. You get pretty damn agitated and doubtful pretty quick, you know. So, and ask. Anytime I see that word ask, that's talking about a prayer. It's telling me to pause for a second. When I'm mad, just kind of hit that pause button on the remote, hang out for a second, and even silently. I've been talking to my boss face-to-face before, and silently while he was doing the talking, I would ask for the right thought or action. Notice how it starts with thought, then action. Wow. See, if we want to stay in this higher system of thought, we're going to have to continue to ask for that. We constantly remind ourselves that we are no longer running the show, humbly saying to ourselves many times each day that I will be done. And that's just something I had to practice as I went. I'm still not perfect at it. and I don't ever claim to be, and I don't ever think I will be, but I'm damn sure better at it than it was. And that's good enough for me. Here's the reward of all that, see. <clears throat> I'm in much less danger of excitement, fear, anger, worries, self-pity, and foolish decision. People tell me in the fellowship all the time it's been sober for a while, David. I'm depressed, I'm depressed man. I've got a lot of anger. I've got a lot of fear. I'm like, where are you at, steps ten and eleven? Well, you know, I'm a little bit. No, I ain't what ask. well, I asked. I asked, where are you at, steps ten and eleven? Are you doing the way the book asks? Well, no, I'm not two. Step ten, I'm over here in two. No, damn it, that's why I started, man, in ten and eleven day one, like we talked about yesterday. Because as you're working the rest of the steps, you've got something to fall back on for your emotional recovery to keep you from falling into this trap. That self is setting up for us and getting our tail kicked over and over and over. The book says we don't tire out so easily. Anybody tired? Anybody just tired? Damn, I was tired in 2019. Man, I was tired. <laughs> I was tired all the time. Got all kinds of sleep, and I still tired. And it's like, and this is why we're not burning up energy foolishly as we did when I, and I don't like to look at this as we were trying to arrange. I, was, I like to look at it as self was arranging life to suit itself, not me. So it works. It really does. But so we alcoholics are undisciplined. i had a, I had, a, well, a lot of people since 2019. But a few recently, man, they just can't do that 10 and 11 the way that we're asking. And, and they're just so heartbroken about it. And it's just like, you know, it's not a big deal. Hell, we're just undisciplined in that area. That's all it is. I mean, if you if you've been sober for as long as I was sober, hell, I never I never did that. Nobody ever told me to do that. Just you know, and make me be accountable to them for me doing that. They would just say, "Go do it." Well, hell, I didn't. You know, yeah, I'd try it, and then I go on and do whatever I do. But we're undisciplined, so we let God discipline in in the simple way we've just outlined. Now, I don't work like the word discipline. I was disciplined as a kid in a rough way by a mean man who was not alcoholic. So I don't like that word discipline at all. Now, I remember telling Mike that through the book, I don't like that word. He said, why don't you try to look at it as discipleship? Are you willing to learn something? I said, yeah. He said, would you be willing to become a disciple of the book? He said, could you use that word discipline in that way? I said, yeah, hell yeah, I can do that. And he said, well, let's look at it like that instead of the way that self has is, is always had you remember the way you were disciplined. I'm like, okay, cool. Don't look at God disciplining me like whipping my ass to make me do something I don't want to do. I'm just a disciple that's trying to learn more as I go and share it with other people. Our grand sponsor, whenever he passed away, you know, everybody was gathered around his bed, man. They were sad as hell. His name was Don P. Don Fritz from Colorado. He was sad. I mean, everybody was sad. And they said, man, what are we going to do with that?" I said, man, he helped millions and millions and millions and millions of people. He said, man, I've just been bringing cups of water. Go to the river. Just go to the river. You're going to be all right. <laughs> it's like, wow. That's kind of how it is here, you know? It's just... But the book says this is not all. There's action and more action. Faith, faith without works are dead and the next chapter is entirely devoted to step 12. So that brings us to the last chapter of the study, which is chapter 7.